Oh, he's so handsome, just like his reward posters. Once upon a time, I fell in love with magic. And once upon a time, I fell in love with movies. And one day, we fell in love with each other. From family movie nights to family vacations, we believe everyone needs a bit of magic in their life. So we decided to watch through the entire Disney animated canon. And mix in some other magical movies along the way, like Harry Potter, Pixar, and some other family favorites. Each episode, we'll talk about the movies in the order they came out and talk about what makes them so magical including how you can experience the movie's magic on your next vacation. And we'd love to have you along for the ride. I'm Krista. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the Magical Movie Marathon. Ooda lolly, what are we talking about today? We are talking about Robin Hood. Oh, this is such a good one. This is a fun one. It's definitely a fun one. Yeah, I'd forgotten how fun this movie actually is. It'd been a mm-hmm. it'd been a little while since I'd watched it all the way through. So it was a great one to revisit and kind of like some others in this pop era. It's one of those that has has a bit of a cult following. Yeah, like it definitely you does. Find people mm-hmm. who will say this is their favorite Disney movie mm-hmm. of all time. Mm-hmm. So it's a good one. But before we get too far into our discussion today, uh, we'll go ahead and do, you know, a quick little reminder that... Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Yes, all that fun stuff. And then I think we're adding something new to the show notes, correct? Oh, yes. So we have a few things in the show notes for you, just, you know, resources and links, links to things we've mentioned. We have a shop Disney referral link. So, you know, if you're getting stuff for the parks, it's a great way, you know, it's not like we get a ton from it, but it's a great way to like show some support from the show. If you're gonna, you know, get some stuff from the parks anyways. Another thing that I have- From from shop Shop Disney. Disney. Yes. So another thing that I have a referral code for is if you are considering opening up a Disney Visa card. So, you know, I'm not going to tell you whether or not you can or you should open up a, a card, but I will say if you are someone who goes to the parks or you buy a lot of merch, there's just some great like perks and benefits and rewards that you can earn through having the Disney Visa card. Sometimes there are also special promotions available for Disney Visa card holders and that discounts come up. In the park. Discounts in the mm-hmm. parks and even some things like special photo pass opportunities, you know, if you have a Disney Visa card, things like that. So there's definitely some perks to it. And so if that's something you were you're already considering or you're you want to do, um, there's gonna be a link in the show notes for that as well. And so if you do decide to sign up through that referral link, it gives you some additional points for using that referral link. So yay. Again, just easy way to support the show if you're already planning on doing those things. That's right. But let's go ahead and jump into some trivia. Let's do it. For Robin Hood. So this 
is the first animated feature since Bambi back in 1942 to have no human characters. That is true. Mm -hmm. That is true. Yeah, we have an all-animal cast. Mm -hmm. And at one point in the development, the story was actually going to be set in the Old West instead of in medieval England. Well, it works better in England. It does. It does. That's where the legend originally happens. Mm-hmm. But but I get the thinking behind I putting don't. it. Well, I because, don't. you know, Robin Hood's an outlaw, but he's yeah, a good no. outlaw. Mm-mm. I'm just saying I, I kind of get where they were going. Okay. Originally, the sheriff of Nottingham was going to be a goat. <laughs> but they decided a wolf would be more villainous. Yeah, I think that that was a right choice. I don't think I could take a goat villain seriously. Yeah, probably not. And then this is the last Disney animated film to have its score composed by the great George Bruton. So mm-hmm. he's been involved in many of the movies and that the, we the have score talked is about. So good, like it's fun. Just yeah, even that opening. Yeah, it gets stuck in your head. It does. It does. In fact, speaking of the music, the film got an Oscar nomination for best song. The Mm -hmm. song Love. Mm, It's a good song. It is a good one. And now a history lesson. You know, we've talked about how, you know, Walt Disney's passed away by this point. Mm -hmm. Right. However, you know, he was always coming up with ideas. His team was always coming up with ideas. So we still have a bit of Walt's touch here. Okay. And Disney forever will. Yes. So around the time that he was making Snow White, Walt Disney had become interested in making a film about Reynard the Fox, which is a European folk tale. Okay. Not one I'm super familiar with. I've never heard of it. But it's a thing. Okay. Then he ditched that idea simply because he felt Reynard was unsuitable as a hero for a film. Uh, Apparently, Reynard's a bit of a trickster. So those two ideas kind of stuck around, though, the whole fox mm-hmm. as the main character and then also that trickster quality, mm-hmm. which we see in Robin Hood as mm-hmm. well. OK, so then an adaptation of the book Chanticleer and the Fox was considered mm-hmm. by Disney Studios with the characters of Alan Adele and Robin Hood being designed for it. So, yeah, so that was the original kind of idea that helped lead to it. And then finally, they settled on adapting the English legend of Robin Hood, Mm -hmm. but told completely with anthropomorphic animals. Of course. Of course. It's the best version of Robin Hood (laughs) known to mankind. So there's that. I know this movie has been done a lot. Yeah, Robin Hood's been done a lot. This is the best one. Mm Mm-hmm. And during pre-production on the movie, the studio was in a bit of a slump. They hadn't really had a huge hit since the Jungle Book, Mm -hmm. so the budgets were kept tight on this one. And also, people were really interested to see whether the animation studio could actually continue on without Walt's very active involvement and his touch on things, right? So the movie was released on November 8th, and it was purposefully released in 1973 to celebrate the Walt Disney Company's 50th anniversary. Uh, And the film premiered at Radio City Music Hall in New York, just like some of their other movies did. Yeah, it had a decent 
box office showing. So not exactly a runaway hit, Mm -hmm. but it did earn $33 million um, from its $5 million budget. So, you know, it did well enough for them to be able to keep trudging along. (laughs) Uh, So getting into personal history, when did you first see Robin Hood? I mean, I watched this movie growing up Mm -hmm. um, as a little girl, and this was a movie that, like, I wouldn't request a lot, but, like, if one of my parents was like, what about Robin Hood? You haven't watched that in a while. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Mm. And so I really liked that. You know, we joke about how Kai gets, like, stuck on certain things for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was exactly how I was as a little girl, too. (laughs) I would just, like, watch the same movies over and over and over. And so I'm sure there were times where I was like, what about this one, (laughs) honey? Haven't watched this one in a while. Yeah. But, yeah. All kids go through that. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, this is such a cute movie, and I remember loving it as a little girl, just like I love it now. It's animals, like... It's so cute. And I love all the like cute little bunnies and like all the like little kid animal characters are the best. Mm -hmm. And so I just always thought that this was a fun movie. So, yeah, this was one I grew up on. Gotcha. VHS style. VHS style, of course, 90s. Similar over here. I know that I watched it as a kid. It was not one I watched on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. I know we didn't own it. I think my grandparents had a copy of it. But as we talked about before, when we would go over to their house, usually I was going to watch The Jungle Book or 101 Dalmatians. So this wasn't one that I watched on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And it's probably one of those that even as a kid, I I have a feeling I was in and out of the room. And it wasn't one of those that kept my attention the whole way through. Okay. So I'm sure I saw it all the way through at some point as a kid. I just don't have a lot of distinct memories of that. Mm -hmm. So it's been kind of fun to revisit this one as an adult. Kai actually watched it. He watched it a few years ago. Well, and like about a month ago. He yeah. was like, Dad, I really want to watch Robin Hood. And again, like, this okay. is when he gets on a kick <laughs> about sometimes. Yeah. And, yeah, we introduced this one to him a few years ago. And mm-hmm. I remember when, you know, re-watching that then when he was younger. He's probably four or so. I was like, oh, I forgot how good this movie is. Like, every time I watch it, it's just, it's heartwarming to me. I just, there's so many just fun charming things about it that I really love. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a little offbeat in a way that I think it's one of those kind of like some of Disney's others where we have more appreciation for its quirkiness now Mm -hmm. than maybe when it first came out. I don't think it's quirky. It's it's kind of (laughs) quirky. I don't think it's quirky at all. Where do Uh, you get that from? I think it is. So it's just the way I see it, I guess. But yeah, no, it's definitely a fun one. It's it's one I think we'll have to we'll have to revisit it more regularly. I feel like sure. we do, and at least I do because maybe I'm you with do Kai more. So right, um, I feel like it is one we watch pretty regularly. Okay, well maybe y'all do when okay. I'm working. But. That could be <laughs> lights, camera, action. action. 
Let's right. go to Sherwood Forest. Sherwood Forest Daddy. time to hang out with Robin Hood and friends. So, Kai, this is this is one you really like, isn't it? Yeah. Since you weren't part of our earlier discussion. Yeah, it was one of my favorites. It's one of your mm -hmm. favorites for the pop era? Yeah. And why is that? I don't know. I just really like it a lot. What do you like about it? Um, Robin Hood. What is he your favorite character? Yeah. Okay. Why is Why? he Ouch. your favorite character? Because he's good archery, and I kind of enjoy archery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've done archery once before. It's yeah. hard. <laughs> it is hard. It is. You have new respect for Robin Hood, how good he is at it, huh? Yeah. Kai, since we're already starting with you, apparently, today. Mm -hmm. uh, what about favorite scene in this movie? Favorite scene? Yeah. Favorite scene. The archery competition. Oh, That's yeah. such a good scene. Yeah, especially since it ends with that big chase and battle, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your favorite animal in Robin Hood? Fox. Really? Really? I thought you Fox? were going to say the rhino. say the rhino. Because you always get yeah. excited when the, the rhinos are charging yeah, in that scene. Around. Yeah, and mm -hmm. they miss Prince John when they were in jail. That is true. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Krista, how about you? Who's your favorite character in this movie? That is a tough one. I mean, you talked in our discussion about you love all the little I kids, do all the little I do. I, I really think Skippy <laughs> is my favorite. Okay. He's so cute, but I also love um the turtle. I'm blanking on his <laughs> name. I do. I love the little kids. I love their story. I love how they interact. And that's my favorite scene is when Robin Hood gives Skippy his it's hat that. and mm -hmm. then, you know, Skippy's got like a little bow and arrow set and he's trying to be like Robin Hood. And, you know, it goes into where Maid Marian is. And so I love that whole scene where like, you know, the kids think they're going to be in trouble, but then it just becomes playful and fun and cute. And I just, I love that whole scene. We've yeah. got a little bit of Zootopia. We do. shadowing with yeah. uh, fox and rabbits being We friends. do. We do. I thought about that. Yeah. But um, I love that whole scene. I just think it's cute. And I think. Lady Cluck, her waity, her yes. lady in waiting is so much fun, she's and funny, yeah. she's just a funny character. So that's definitely, I think Skippy's my favorite character, okay. and that's my favorite scene. And then my favorite song is the phony King of King of England song. Okay, and that's a fun scene too. Just kind of like you know they're all celebrating or whatever. <laughs> it's jaunty. It yeah. is, but I love that song because. One of the things I do like about the music in this movie is it's very folksy, and this is like yes. a folk tale. I just love that whole, like, it is a folk song. Like, yeah. that whole, the way it tells the story, the way that it involves everybody. Like, I love that they do the little, like, puppet show with it. Like, yeah. the whole thing is just cute, and I just think it's a catchy song. So, that's my favorite song. Yeah, I think... The opening of this movie is really creative it's and really good. fun in mm -hmm. a similar way to 101 Dalmatians. I agree. It preps you for the story, you know, and it doesn't make the credits boring. Like, I love yeah. that all of the characters, it designates what animal they are yep. in their names. And, and same as you, since this movie came out in the 70s, folk oh, music was, was really big at yeah. the time. Like, I love that they kind of brought that little modern touch to the folktale with Alan Adele being like the modern day 
minstrel right. folk singer narrator mm-hmm. yeah to kind of set the stage for yeah. everything yeah like robin hood a fox <laughs> i know i love that in the credits Prince it makes John, me laugh every single time right sort like as if it's not obvious enough you know just just keep things clear there's just yeah it's very and that's what i was talking about earlier was saying like it's kind of quirky that way it you know? is it's, yeah it's whimsical yeah. it is so no, i would agree with that so yeah the opening of this movie is is probably my favorite yeah, uh, yeah i do love the opening not that i dislike the rest of it i really sure. do like the rest of the movie but i love the way this movie opens um i love all of robin hood and little john's scenes together and uh yeah by the way no one has mentioned little john yet as a favorite character yeah, he's great he's just not my favorite character is he your favorite character he it, you know, it's tough because I do really like little John. Um, he's one of my favorite characters here. I really like Robin Hood, too. Mm-hmm. And then I just think Friar Tuck does not get enough love here. He, he's great. <laughs> he doesn't get enough he, credit. Yeah, he really does not get enough credit. And so mm-hmm. I got to sing his praise because he, he stands up. You he know? does. He takes a bold stance he on does. The, the behalf of the poor and yeah. stands up to the Sheriff of Nottingham. And yeah. I like that about his character. He's not mm-hmm. just this, like, kind of passive cleric figure. Right. But, uh, but he really, you know, practices what he preaches. Absolutely. And I like that. So those are some of my favorites. And then, Kai, like you, I love the archery competition mm-hmm. scene. It's so good. Um, and then I love the escape scene yeah. at the end with yeah. uh, Little John and Robin Hood breaking them out of yeah. everybody out of prison. For so. sure. Yeah. But are there is there anything we don't like about this movie or anything surprising that stands out to us? I mean, I can't think of anything really. Nothing like surprising or anything like that. Yeah. But just rewatching it this time, I was like, man, Robin Hood and Maid Miriam's love story is just the best. Like, it's just so... Great. Like, I just, I love, I did notice this time that I'd never noticed before when she's, you know, like, in her room, in her chambers, she opens up her, <laughs> like, her wardrobe in the door is his wanted, his wanted poster. poster. <laughs> and that detail got me so much this time. But yeah. I just, I thought that was so cute. And I just, like, it's just, like, classic, like, young love where it's just like oh you know robin hood feels like he's not good enough for her and she loves him but is like you know it's kind of like forbidden love almost she thinks he's forgotten yeah like so i just their love story is just the sweetest and i love when she notices him and like they've never given up on each other and it's just like as soon as they see each other again and you know it's revealed that he is robin hood he's like let's get married like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like waste no time yeah. let's get married and have a lot of kids I think you know the ultimate love story it is it's one of the best love stories i just love it so much it's a good one yeah, yeah. classic one. Yeah. anything new we noticed this time that we didn't for oh kai go yes, ahead kai go ahead. You hear Lil Jon as O'Malley and Baloo. Yeah, yeah. Baloo, O'Malley, and Little John have a very similar voice. And you also noticed in this scene with the phony King of England, you noticed this before we, you know, started doing this podcast. What did you notice about the dancing? The dancing? Yes. Mm -hmm. There's something about the dancing in that scene that feels a bit familiar. With Little John and Lady Cluck? 
Oh yeah, the part with the Jungle Book. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. We see some dance moves repeated yeah. from Jungle Book dancing. And Maid Marian does the mm-hmm. same dance yeah. as Snow White mm-hmm. from the silly song back yeah. in Snow yes. White and the Seven Dwarfs. So, yeah, there's a there's some dance moves making a reappearance in this movie for yeah. sure. As far as things that I noticed, I I kind of forget about this each time I watch it, but you know, there's no there's really no merry men in in the story, which of course it's all animals. So right. I, I guess it'd have to be merry animals, but I, I kind of forget that this version of Robin Hood cuts those characters out, but mm-hmm. but that's kind of okay because it allows us to focus on some of these other, you know, characters. Mm-hmm. And we still got Friar Tuck, we still got little John. Yep. Um, but what did and you what notice, did you MJ? Notice, MJ? Who is who is your favorite character? <laughs> now we're getting quiet now yeah. that you're being now, directly now we're a little asked. shy. Okay. Lots of pointing. Okay. All right, let's let's head further into Sherwood Forest, okay? <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's do it. Ow. Ow. <laughs> oh, we got a little Donald we Duck got, going yeah. on. All right, so let's get into our questions. Mm-hmm. So we've got a couple here. First up, yeah, we <laughs> We see Robin Hood use three different disguises in the movie. Uh huh. He dresses up as a fortune teller, a stork archer, and a blind beggar. So the question is, if you needed to disguise yourself, what would be your disguise? So I'm going to stick with the three here. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to stick with the three that he does. I would go with Fortune Teller just because I think that would be a really funny one to play. Okay. And I feel like I could play that one off. Yeah. Pretty well. Yeah. So I'm going to go with You're Fortune. You're pretty good at knowing the future. Yeah. yeah. And I am. Predictive. So yeah. I'm going to go with Fortune Teller. Kai, Hi. how about you? What would you disguise yourself as? A secret agent. Oh, oh. Uh, you would disguise yourself as, as a, a secret, secret agent. <laughs> you aren't you are actually a secret agent, but you would disguise yourself as a secret agent. Yeah. Mm, wow. Very inconspicuous. Yes. Impressive. Okay, okay. Um, I'm also sticking with the Robin Hood options. Okay. Because I want to. I would go with a blind beggar. I knew you were going to pick that one. Yeah, I, I feel like that's one I could pull off. One time in a play, I, I had to play a blind character. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I could do this one for okay. sure. Okay. Micah Jude, who would you disguise yourself as? I think he would disguise himself as whatever would allow him to eat a snack exactly. at the same time. 100% Pooh Bear. Uh-huh. Yo, yeah. He's agreeing with that. Yeah, that's Pooh Bear. We're getting to Pooh Bear soon. We are. Okay. All right, second question. So, Kai, this is going to be a different question. We're going to kick it kind of old school. Do you remember? The 90s, maybe? No. Boy, you better stop. <laughs> oh, man. With that yeah. kicking it old school in the 90s. That is my childhood, and it is not old school. Don't you dare. Okay, so do you remember you used to love playing this game in the car that you called Who's Stronger? <laughs> Where we would compare two <laughs> characters to each other. I made it up. And sometimes it wasn't a it competition about strength. No, but it that, wasn't. Just that just became the name became of the, the game. name of the game. Yeah, because that's how it it's started. The Who's Stronger game. So, here we go. Who do you think would win in an archery competition? Merida or Robin Hood? Mm. Robin Hood. 
Like you so saw what's, why what's do you think? Reason? What's your reason? Because he saw like when um the sheriff like tricked him, like he shot enough. He shot again, made it perfectly in. So mm-hmm. that's my reason. He hit why. the arrow in the air with an arrow and still hit the bullseye. That's Perfect. what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think he deserves it. All right, Krista. I'm going girl power here. It's Merida. It's Merida. She would win. All right. So yeah, we've got some uh we've got some loyalty along gender yeah, lines here. Yeah, I I mean <laughs> here's the deal is I think if Merida had the opportunity, she could totally pull off a trick like that, like Robin Hood did. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that her circumstances were different. Homegirl had to compete for her own hand. Mm-hmm. And she still, even, you know, the guy who magically hit a bullseye and didn't know what the heck he was doing. <laughs> Not only did she hit it all the way through, that girl hit it so hard, it split the arrow, went through the bullseye, and hit the back of the post. Mm-hmm. So, come on with it. Also... Does archery while she's riding a horse, which is talent. That that is very talented. She hits the the dangling target That's right. in the woods. That I very didn't difficult see. Thing I do. didn't see Robin Hood riding a horse one time in this thing, well, hitting any targets. Well, that would be kind of weird because they're all animal care. Doesn't matter. Thing, I'm so. just doesn't matter. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's Merida. I'm also. Don't you dare go with Robin Hood. Team. <laughs> Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> MJ, are you with me, buddy? I, MJ, be with me, buddy. I'm team Robin Hood for the same reason that Kai mentioned. It's, it's impressive what he had to do. Though you, you make solid points, Krista. You really do. MJ's on my side. I think he's not be, saying anything, but he's on my side. I think it would be I think a, a tough tie. matchup between the two. I think it would be close. Mm-hmm. But I'm going team Robin Hood mm-hmm. here. I mean, this is his episode. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come I know, on. but... <laughs> All right, so yeah. so we need to hear from other people. Are you Team Robin Hood or Team yeah, Merida who in win? a matchup? Who's, who who's would win, win the archery competition? <laughs> Robin Hood. <laughs> do you want to go do archery again? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to figure out a time. But to do who that. won? But who? Oh my goodness! Won? Back to this. Let's get back to it. We were at the Olympic and Paralympic Museum, which is a fantastic place in Colorado Springs, oh, yeah. and there is. An area, like an interactive area in the museum where you can actually do archery. And Mom got who won? Who won? <laughs> Multiple times. Mom. Listen, I beat you in other things. I know. Mom. I beat I you in other things. I beat you in other things. It's okay, Micah. It's not a real argument. Okay. Yeah, but, it's not. But yeah, Mom I, did win. I beat you in skeleton. I'm not. Is this, not is this episode about skeleton? About this is about archery. And I'm going to say who won. <laughs> it was your mom. All right. Well, for all you other archers out there we'd love to hear your thoughts on on who would win in your family (laughs) and between merida and Mm -hmm. robin hood bye let's go to the parks all right so we knew going into this episode that park connections were going to be a little more challenging gonna be a tough one with this one um because even though i do feel like this is a fairly popular movie there's just Mm -hmm. Not that many obvious connections There's to it in the parks. There's not a lot parks. of obvious connections to it in the parks. But right. come up with a creative way to yeah. uh, connect this movie to some Disney things. For so sure. let's do it. So really the only most obvious park connection uh-huh. is at Walt Disney World. There is a quick service restaurant at Magic Kingdom 
We've personally never eaten here because they don't have a lot of gluten-free options. Um, and that is something that our son needs, but I hear good things. So if you try it or you've eaten there, please let me know. But it's called the Friar's Nook. So you think about Friar Tuck. Yep. Friar's it's Nook. Got it's got that it's got his picture mm -hmm. on it. And so this is really the only obvious part connection. Yeah. Um as and, far as and we Robin only Hood goes. thought of it while we, we were literally there did. Last we week. yep, we were there last <laughs> week, and I have been like racking my brain, like I don't know what I'm gonna do for Robin Hood, like knowing that this was coming up, and then yeah, we were like in the parks, and we were like, oh yeah, Friars Nook, because you know we walked by it several times because you know we were in well, Magic in Kingdom and it's in Fantasyland. Mm -hmm. We spend a lot of time in Fantasyland because yeah. that is my favorite of the lands of Magic Kingdom. So yeah, and then. As far as some other things, so I always mention like there's special characters that may come out, you know, at, on special events or things like that that I can't ever guarantee. What I will say, though, is back in the day, I'm going to have to find this picture next time we're at our, my parents' house because okay. I have a picture of me. Remember in our Pinocchio episode, I was like, mm -hmm. I met Gideon mm -hmm. and, yeah. you know... um, I'm blanking. Honest John. Honest John. Thank you. I, all I could think of was Little John. And <laughs> not Little like, John, Honest not John. Not the one. Who's not honest. Honest John, who's not And Little John, honest. who's not little. Correct. So, you know, Pinocchio, I told you, like, I remember meeting Gideon and Honest John. You know, that was mm -hmm. like a thing back in the day. Well, also a thing back in the day is I remember meeting Little John in the parks. And so I am almost positive that I have a picture with Lil John okay. somewhere. And so we're I'm going to have to go through my own Disney archives at my parents' <laughs> house in the photo albums that were taken with disposable cameras because that's how things were that back was then. The, yeah, this is the way. That, is, that was the way. So, <laughs> you know, in the past, there have been sightings of Robin Hood, Lil John, Fire Tuck, Prince John, Sheriff of Nottingham, you may not see them, but they could come out at some point. That has happened in the past. I can't guarantee that it will happen now. Right. But I will say I would love to know, you know, one day there at Disneyland, there's a Disneyland After Dark event. It's Sweetheart Nights. They always mm. do it around Valentine's Day. They do a few of them. Um, and they're always in February. And they always have, like, couples character couples yeah. throughout that come and visit throughout the park. Like this year, Bianca and Bernard from the Rescuers what? were there. Yeah. So I want to know if they have ever had Robin Hood and Maid Marian. You feel like they would have to. I mean, they literally have a to song me, called Love. This is like, <laughs> this is one of the greatest love stories in a Disney film, as far as I'm concerned. So if they one. do not have... Robin Hood and Maid Marian. They need to make that happen. I mean, she's got his wanted poster hanging up in her room because so, she misses him yeah, so yeah. much. And They're just precious, those two. Yep. I just love them. So <laughs> anyways, so you may happen to see them. And then I've mentioned this like every single time we do a, you know, uh, a, there's a movie set in England, which is a lot because English literature is just the best. Know, it's. That, yep, yes, <laughs> you definitely think that. But of course, there is the 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 UK Pavilion at Epcot. I'm not gonna spend mm -hmm. much time on there, but it's there. You know, I've mentioned it in several episodes now. 
But you came up with a good idea for these next connections, and I thought that it was really creative because, as we've said many times, like, sometimes we have to be creative with these park connections, and this is a fun way to do it. Yeah. So I was thinking about this movie, and I thought to myself, you know, we see Robin Hood on the run from the law Mm -hmm. a lot in this movie. Right. Including in that opening segment. In the very opening scene, he's running, yeah. Right. So I thought to myself, wait a second. Aren't there some runs that happen at the Disney parks? There are. And (laughs) we've talked about this. Like, you need to make it happen one year because we've talked about you running in one of these events. Yeah, I got to get back in shape for that. You do. (laughs) Let that be a goal. Yeah. A Disney trip goal. Sure. So, yeah. So here's the thing, because I'm sure I I may get corrected from any run Disney people. So I will just say, like, I've never done a run Disney event. So if I say something wrong, I apologize. There's a whole culture of you guys. I know it. I know. I see y'all online. All right. (laughs) I get it. Okay. But I don't run unless something's chasing me. So I'm not going to, I'm, I'm on the sidelines cheering, but I'm, I'm not running unless something's chasing me and it's got to be big and ugly. So anyways, like the sheriff of Nottingham, maybe though. I feel like I could take him a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. Probably so. Anyways, all that to say, there is a whole running culture at Disney, at the Disney parks. And so if you've ever heard of Run Disney, these are events throughout the year. They have happened at Disneyland in the past. They have not brought them back, but they are primarily at Walt Disney World. So I'm just going to run through them. And again, like if you ever look up anything about Run Disney, it is its own little subculture over here because people go all out. They dress up for their for the different running events. There's themes. There's teams. There's challenges. There's, like, all these things, yeah. okay? So I think it would be such a, like, fun event. To, I'm not going to be in it, but it, it would be <laughs> such a fun event to be around just because I feel like the energy level from these events would just be super contagious. So um, I'm just going to run a few, run, I'm going to run through a few of them. This is how I run by talking. So there's the wine and dine weekend. Okay, so this happens the first week of November, typically, and you can choose to do a 5K, a 10K, or a half marathon. There was something else that was like 19.3 miles. That's not a full marathon. So I wasn't quite sure what that was. I think it was like the fit because there's challenges. I think it had something to do with figment. So I don't know if it was like combining a 10K and I don't know. I don't know what it was. But anyways, there was that too. So, you know, these are themes. So like it was it's wine and dine. So it's like tea party with Alice, be our guest with Belle, you know, you I don't know how Louisa does the dining, but you work out with Louisa, I guess. And then Figment was also like from a part Encanto, of it. Louisa. Yes. Okay, yes. gotcha. So that's the wine and dine weekend, and like people spend time on their running outfits. I've seen pictures. Yeah, like I, I these have are too. legit. Okay, like it's legit, and I'm here for it. I'll help you pick your outfit. I just won't run. There's also the marathon weekend in January. Same thing. All of these are typically you can choose to do. If you don't want to do a marathon or half marathon, you can do a 5K. You can do a 10K. There's 
also, like, they have different challenges. Like, there was, like, a goofy challenge and a dopey challenge. Mm, yeah. I don't know exactly what those are. I'm sure a run Disney person can tell me, though. Is that, I think the goofy challenge is the one where you do, like, the half marathon on the Saturday and then the full marathon the next I day on so. Sunday. I think so. And I'm not Disney sure World. what the dopey challenge is, but the that sounds right. Yeah, I don't know challenge. what time of year they do that, but I've looked it up before. I believe it's this one in January. I believe it's the marathon mm. weekend. Okay. Uh, I'm sure somebody will correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but I'm pretty sure it's this marathon weekend that always happens um, the beginning of January. And then there's the Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend that happens um, towards the end of February. Okay. And then there's also, I'm thinking this was new because there wasn't a whole lot about it on the Disney on Disney's website. And I had never heard of it. Like, I had heard of all these others, but I'd never heard yeah. of this. It said coming April 2024. So this seems to be new but springtime surprise series is coming it seems like hmm. in april um most of these take place usually they're in the epcot area um the springtime surprise series look different so i don't know we'll see it'll be a surprise it'll be a surprise and okay. then i thought this was cool because i didn't actually know this like i've known about the run disney events and i've known about like the whole run disney culture for a long time like yeah. how many years have i been saying like Jonathan was really into running for a very long time. Children happened, and so that's kind of thrown yeah. him off his game. But right. actually, Children and injuries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but he has but. run, like, half marathons and marathons before. In fact, that was, like, a fundraiser we did for, you know, for one of our adoptions was him running in a marathon. And so I've been saying for years, like, oh, you should run at Disney because if I'm going to get up at 5 a.m., it's should be at Disney. <laughs> I'll get up for that. Anyways, but I thought this was cool that there's like a whole run Disney club. Like mm. it's like a membership. I don't know what all is involved in it. If there's just like special training or maybe you get discounts for things. I don't know. But there's like a whole run Disney club that you can also be a part of if you're like really into this, which I think is pretty cool. And then if you can't get to the parks, but you want to have some like Disney magic motivation for your your running training, there's also like virtual runs that you can do mm, like okay. right now there's like a mickey through the years run in celebration of like disney 100 which i thought was cool oh nice so yeah so there's things like that so again not exactly robin hood related but maybe at one of these events you dress up like robin hood who knows yeah. or a character from robin hood yeah you know i did think about that i was like oh i could dress up as robin hood if i were it but i'm afraid people would mistake me for peter pan it, it would be a hard one to pull you'd, you'd off you have because to have the bow the, and arrow you would for people to figure it you out you would because the the green <laughs> and the fedora looking hat like it, it's a little similar it's not fedora looking <laughs> It is fedora looking. It's not. It's shaped like one. It is not a fedora. I didn't say it was a fedora. I said fedora looking. Like okay. it's shaped like one. Yeah. But the red feather in the green cap is very similar for these two characters. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess as long as you're allowed to bring the bow and arrow along. Yeah. Also, I've mentioned both of these resorts in a couple of other episodes, so again, I won't stay on this too long, but since Robin Hood takes place in Sherwood Forest, I can't help but mention the Wilderness Lodge at mm -hmm. Walt Disney World because it is 
total forest vibes. Like it's yeah. woodsy. That's like the whole vibe is it's like this big, beautiful, giant log cabin and it's super naturey and it's just all the things. So I immediately thought of Wilderness Lodge and then also our favorite resort at Disneyland, which is the Grand Californian. Um, and very similar. Like it is trees everywhere. It is very forest woodsy feel, whimsical feel. The rooms themselves are like very cute, like, you know, Chippendale woodsy creatures. Love it. So there's that. And then, of course, there's things, you know, like at Disney California Adventure, there's the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail um, that is set back in, you know, a very kind of like wooded area. So things like that, you know, again, not necessarily themed to Robin Hood, but because it happens, you know, Robin Hood and Little John are walking through the forest. Like yep. it just makes mm -hmm. me think of, think of those things. So there you go. All right. Those are your park tips. Nope. Those are your park connections. <laughs> Same death. <laughs> it's late. It is late. Time for a pro tip. This one's going to be kind of obvious, but my tip is to use a travel agent like myself when you're planning your next trip. I can't tell you how many times I have had people reach out to me just a few weeks before their vacations asking for help. They're confused about how park reservations work or they're frustrated that they can't get the dining reservations that they want or they don't understand Genie Plus to the point that they're going into their trip stressed out instead of excited. Here's the deal, friends. If I don't book your trip as your travel agent, I can't help you plan it. As a travel agent, these are all the types of things that I take care of for my clients because my goal is to take out the stress and overwhelm of planning the details so you can soak up the magic. Want to know the best part? Using my planning services costs you nothing extra. Yes, nothing. It is free. The cost of a travel agent is already built into the price of your vacation package. So I'm basically like a fairy godmother for your trip. Oodalolly, oodalolly. That's a wrap on Robin Hood. But it's time for us to leave Sherwood Forest and head to the Hundred Acre Woods. My favorite woods. This is going to be a sweet one. That is because on our next episode, we're watching the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Don't forget your balloon and your honey pot. And don't forget to make sure you're subscribed to the show. See you once upon another time. Magical Movie Marathon is a production of Wardrobe Media in partnership with Spoonful of Jordan. It is produced, edited, and hosted by Krista and Jonathan Jordan. Krista is an authorized travel agent for Share the Magic Travel, LLC. You can contact her through the link in our show notes or by visiting spoonfulofjordan.com slash travel. Jonathan is married to her. Magical Movie Marathon podcast is not affiliated, sponsored, or endorsed by the Walt Disney Corporation or its subsidiaries, nor NBC Universal or its subsidiaries, nor Warner Brothers or its subsidiaries. The views expressed are solely those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions, standards, views, or policies of the aforementioned corporations or their subsidiaries. Any mention of Disney, NBC Universal, or Warner Brothers properties, intellectual and otherwise, is strictly for informational and educational purposes only.